This is Daniel Blair. Let's take you down to the Moto X Pod podium. All right, this week on the podium, we've got Austin Forkner. What's up, Austin? What's up? Not much, man. Just, uh, you know, hiding out at the house, trying to stay away from all the crazy people. Uh, how's the coronavirus life for you? Uh, well, basically, they, they kind of shut down everything in California. Yeah. Uh, so we came back to Oklahoma. So we just um, got moved into the house. And, uh, yeah, we're just, I mean, I think everywhere in the United States or in the world right now, it's kind of like, don't go out. But in California, they were like, they were kind of freaking out about it. Like, it seemed like they were just like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, So I heard that. Every, everywhere here is everywhere here is not as bad, though, I don't think. so, And I don't think it will get as bad. Right. But. Yeah, I think a lot of the riders moved out to the high des. Uh, yeah, Christian Craig's out there riding with Kiefer and those guys. Maybe it's a little, a little saner out that way. But, yeah, coming back to Oklahoma seemed like a smart move. Yeah, that's what um that's what we so we just didn't want to get if we were gonna be stuck anywhere we'd rather be stuck in Oklahoma than California like cause at least I mean Robbie's is a private that's private property and yeah. we never are gonna have more than a few people like we're not gonna have more than whatever fifty people or whatever they're allowing right now in a in a group you know we're not gonna have more than that so sure. we figured we'll still be all right here we're in California I mean. We sold. We have a couple private tracks, but I mean, you know, it's just uh, we just thought it'd be better here. Yeah, it makes sense. And before we get into your podium, the last thing I want to ask about that is, uh, so I've heard rumors, and I don't know if this is true, that you know that hospitals aren't going to take people like if they're if you if you got hurt on a motorcycle, they might tell you you can't come in because it's not like it's not something you have to be doing. I don't know. Have you heard anything like that? Does that affect the fact you going out and riding? I have, I haven't heard that. Well, then it may not be, it may not be true. I, I haven't. I, I I don't. Well, it's just like some of these. I, I don't understand how they plan on doing some of this stuff. It's like it's like like this is if if something bad like actually happened, like I don't know what the world would do. Like this, you're is, right. Yeah. Like I don't know what 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 would happen if if there was some sort of apocalyptic event. This is not even close. This is. Somewhat, this is another strain of the flu virus, essentially, that they just haven't got a cure for yet. So, and everybody's just losing their minds about it. Like, everybody just calm down, maybe try to stay away from going to a bar where you can't even hear yourself talk because there's so many people in there. Maybe Maybe stay away from that. But for me personally, I don't. Anywhere that I go, I go to a private gym where yeah. there's probably no more than 20 people in at a time. I go to the track and I go road bike and run, which is outside. So I never go anywhere that's, you know, overly crowded or anything. So personally, I don't think I have anything to worry about um, because, well, like, I don't see how they could, you know, try to keep me from doing anything that I do because nothing that I do is, is you know, like a concern, I don't think. So. No, I see where you come from. And I agree. Like, if, if something really, really major, if there's a major attack, or, I mean, you know, something like out of a movie where you had this, like, you know, comet coming. Yeah. yeah like, yeah, this is, feels a little, it's not minor, but it's minor compared to how bad things could be. And people losing their mind over food and toilet paper is a little nuts. But, um. Yes. No, this, this literally feels like, like a zombie apocalypse yeah. from every zombie movie. Yeah. Like the beginning of it when people are just losing their minds. So this, this, this is like, I mean, obviously not as bad, but this is like a, a glimpse of that 
in I, real life. I totally so agree. It's, it's I, I promise you, when yeah. I walk out of my house, like I'm looking around, going, "Am I going to get attacked?" Because people are so yeah, nuts, exactly. you know. So yeah. Well, I mean, they, I I think people have started like like raiding stores and stuff because in California, um, they have they they quit. They don't have as many cops out right yep, now. Yep. Is what I was told by somebody there that the cops are not responding unless it's a critical like emergency type thing. So if somebody walks in and takes a bunch of stuff out of a store, what you know, like what was a cop going to show up because somebody stole something? Like that's so people are just stealing stuff because what what is, what's the cops going to do? Like you know, you, you know, they so, they announced that uh, either yesterday or this morning in Texas here that. Yeah, even for things like shoplifting or whatever, they're not gonna they're not gonna respond to something like that. And I work the city I live in. Uh, I work for the public works department. We have a public bathroom at a park, and we lock the doors. I think Friday, maybe Thursday, uh, because people were trying, you know, going in and vandalizing and stealing toilet paper. So we locked the doors. Yeah. And in the middle of the day on Friday, somebody kicked the door in and stole the rest of the toilet paper, like in the broad daylight. So yeah, it's. <laughs> You're you're right. It's, it's that's ridiculous. what it feels like. It is, but hey, let's it's let's. Ridiculous. Let, I don't, oh, go I don't ahead. Understand. No, I don't either. Sure, but let's get into something it. a little more fun. Um, for your your podium, I wanted to get your top three movies of all time. Maybe a little bit of why you like those movies. So let's start with your number three. Number three. Yeah. <clears throat> I would say uh, I like cars. So Fast and Furious movies are are definitely up there, even though they're you know pretty unrealistic. Um, I would say probably Fast Five, where they pulled the vault around, would have to be my third favorite movie. Okay, what do you just? Is it mainly the cars and just the the action of the cars? That's what you like about it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that that was. I remember just going and seeing that movie in theaters um, with, I think, like my parents because I I don't even. I think it was like a PG thirteen. I was maybe twelve <laughs> or something, but okay. I just remember it was like a super just and like I don't. I'd never just seen that before really yeah. and you know it was just cool i don't know it was just cool i, I liked all the that was kind of the one of the first fast and furious movies that got me into cars was kind okay. of that because uh, at the end when they all they had all the money then they all went and bought some super exotic cars and it was i was like dang that's cool so, right on i don't know yeah i like that one okay what's your number two um probably uh the dark knight just because heath ledger is a is a like Dude, he in that movie, that's like one of the best acting I've seen. Like he's super good as the Joker. The Joker makes that movie great. Oh, so, I agree. I agree. Just, just the, that because the Joker is so sick. I'm I'm like a big Joker fan from that movie. Like not even any of the other Joker movies. Okay, just, just that one. I actually started watching Joker last night, which I I was already tired, so I didn't get very far in it. But it's it's pretty good. But I think yeah the. The Dark Knight is definitely the best portrayal of the Joker I've ever seen, for sure. It's, yeah, he's just like a total, like, does not care about anything. Like, right. It's just, it's just like, it, that's the level of just, like, doesn't <laughs> Insanity. Doesn't care. Like, yeah. absolutely doesn't care. Like, that, it was, it's just cool. It's just cool to see. Love it. All right. Well, let's go to number one. What's up, guys? This is the Seven Juice Trade out of Entertown. I'm here to tell you about... Aturbis USA. For decades, Aturbis has been the leader in motorcycle plastic and accessories like full plastic kits, frame guards, chain sliders, hand guards. In 2020, they are the proud sponsors of Red Bull, Factory KTM, 
Baxter Kawasaki, TLD KTM, and Rocky Mountain KTM, as well as many top privateers such as myself. All you got to do is go to AturbeeUSA.com or call 1-800-659-1440 and y'all better tell them Motorhead Pajo sent you. Number one, uh, Rush. Uh, It's a movie about, um, it's a 1976 F1 between um, James Hunt and Nicky Lauda, and it's uh, super good. Okay. Super. That's my that's my favorite movie. Um, definitely. It's I don't. It just connects with me because it's a racing movie and and it's um a dangerous. Obviously, F one is still dangerous, but back then it was like like extremely dangerous. Before the cars had <laughs> before they had any any kind of electronic stuff, they weren't near as safe. Like now, they're a lot better, and so they're like the cars are better from all the electronic stuff, so they're easier to drive and. Just back then, it was more raw, and like they said, some some at the beginning that like every year, twenty drivers start and every sixteen finish or something. So like like four guys died like almost every year. So it was pretty brutal. And that was the year that Nicky Lauda crashed and like burnt half of his face off. It's it's just a good movie. From if you race or do any sort of racing. I feel like you can connect with that movie. I don't know. It's just really good. Awesome. Yeah, I haven't seen that one. I'm going to check that out. Um, I just got done watching the F1 documentary on Netflix. Have you seen that? Yeah. Dude. No, I haven't seen it. Everybody told me to watch it because I'm into F1. But yeah. But um, no, I, I haven't seen it. I've just seen like like little previews, like little highlights, I guess, on like F1's Instagram when they show just like parts of it. Yeah. From some like, but but I haven't seen uh, like the whole series. But everybody says my mechanic. All he says is uh, he's into F1, and he's like, dude, it's really good. So Yeah, I uh, I didn't really ever follow F1, but Wes from uh, the Red Bull um, Motor Spy, he told me to check it out, and like I just binge-watched both seasons, and it was so good, and it made me really – you may not agree with this after you watch it, but like I love the way the drivers are in the press conferences and how honest they are. Like they don't uh-huh. Like, they don't pull any punches when it comes to talking about the other drivers – uh, they will be honest, pretty pretty open about what they don't like about a car. You know, I don't think they're they, they they didn't seem like they get in trouble like you guys might for saying something against your team or whatever. Like they were very open. Yeah, the press conferences were pretty open, and I was impressed. Man, I liked it. Yeah, I've seen their press conferences all the time on F one. Yeah, uh, on their Instagram, they they I kind of like how we don't really at our press conferences go back and forth. You know, like we kind of get asked one question, you answer that question, and then it's on to the next guy. We don't really kind of, yeah. they kind of like, we'll just almost go into just having a conversation between them up there, which I think is, is kind of, whether it's, whether it's like, not like, like, like against each other or just being like, oh yeah, I did notice that on the track or, you know, whatever. It's, they just kind of almost go into having conversations. Exactly. Cool. Yeah, it's cool. So but I feel like, go ahead. I feel like with us too, it's right after a race. So <laughs> we're just like, ugh, like, let me just go and answer the questions. Let me get out of here. Like, because in Supercross, it's at like 11 o'clock. Right. And then in outdoors, you've just done 35 <laughs> and the heat. So you're just not in the mood. I feel like with those guys, it's a little bit like they probably have a little bit to cool. They might not. I don't even know when they do the press conference if it's right after the race. So, um, but yeah, that's, that's kind of. We're usually the drain only you guys. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely hard to get stuff out of you guys sometimes at those things. But yeah. Uh, Anyway, Austin, man, hey, I appreciate you taking a little bit of time out of your day today, and uh, good luck with 
trying to stay prepared and I don't know what's going to happen, but just uh, keep enjoying life, I guess. And hopefully we'll get back to it soon. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm just chilling here. We got a new house and we're just chilling. I got, I mean, I'm ready for any sort of apocalypse because then I got, <laughs> I got guns, I got ammo. There you I'm go. ready. So, you know, <laughs> I hear you. I'm the same boat, dude. I, my my stepkids came back home the other day, and they're like, "Ooh, my my 11 year old." She's like, "Oh, there's a gun by your bed." I was like, "Yeah, there's two. See, don't touch them." She, she's oh like, yeah, oh yeah. That's what that's what I got back. We got back last night, and then I was like, get, just getting everything set up today. And I'm like, I just put a like a pistol in our nightstand, and I was like, "Okay, Riley, like this is remember this is loaded. Like, some, if I'm not here and somebody comes in, you." <laughs> it's, it's ready to go you pick it up and you pull the trigger and then it's going off yeah so. and you know but, it, it but, may yeah. be like we may be going a little overboard but at the same time dude there's people trying to break into city hall there's people trying to break into stores i'm gonna be prepared just in case you should always be prepared yeah, anyway sure. but i i definitely yeah i definitely uh like i ha- always have the handgun by the nightstand but i pulled out the shotgun too so it's we're, we're somewhat ready <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah no that's that's i mean I mean that's that's where it's gonna. If I mean, hey, if, it, if there's an apocalyptic event and if something comes down to to, to like that, yeah, the, it doesn't matter how nice of a car you have. It doesn't matter how anything, right? Like <laughs> it's gonna be out what your what you got, <laughs> what what weapons you got, because like if people are gonna come and take whatever, that, like you know, it, it's gonna come down to that. If if it goes that far, I don't think this is gonna go that far. But like in a real bad event, like sure. that's, that's what would happen. So. Absolutely. Well, Austin, man, hey, I appreciate you, man, and uh, hopefully we'll, hopefully we'll see you at your at a race in the next couple months. You know, hopefully it'll be back to normal. Yeah, that's that's what I'm hearing. It, it <laughs> we'll sounded like sounded like a couple months anyway. Yeah, so, yeah. I'm, I'm hoping we can get back to soon. I'm hoping we even get to race Supercross. I'm, I think I'm 13 points out, and I'm, I mean, we still have four races left, so I was hoping to get. I mean, try to go for the championship. Right. You know, I'm going pretty good, so I mean, we'll we'll see though. Who knows. Well, keep uh, just stay ready, and we'll uh, we'll talk to you yeah. soon. All right, Sounds thanks, good. Austin. Thanks. See you, bud. Yeah, see you.